Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi everyone, welcome back to Running the Break. I am Alex Wong, joined as always by CJ Toledano. CJ, the NBA season is underway. New storylines, new fits, uh, new beef. New everything. New everything. You've got... And, but still, you know, old hats, old hats here, you know, as, as, as you know. Old new we love, hats. Old. We love our vintage, right? Yeah, yeah. So old, old, old new hats, you know. I'm still wearing my 96 uh, Atlanta Olympics hat from, from the other week, but I know you've got a fresh one in rotation here. Let, let, let the listeners know who don't see you yeah. visually what you well, got. Well, you, 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 like, that Atlanta hat is so sick. 96, we all talk about. I, we got to do, like, a whole everything in 96 episode. Um, Literally writing it down right now. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, this hat, again, I, I, you know what? I'm not going to give away too much of the secret, but I found a TNT draft night hat um, a couple weeks ago, and I was like waiting for it to come in, and it finally came in, and I'm like, I'm going to save it for the first in-season episode of Running the Break. And yeah, I know this is a audio mostly, but like for the cutdown, check out this hat, you know? If you listen to this pod, and then if you go out and seek out the clips... You're going to get the bonus of seeing Alex and I's hats every week. And, yeah, hopefully this one uh, is nice enough for the crowd to see. Yeah, I've noticed, you know, obviously you've got this amazing TNT Sports 94 NBA draft hat. I've noticed you have a lot of vintage, like, TNT Turner gear. Is that, like, a particular <laughs> lane that seems like you're interested in? There was. Just, I just feel like I noticed it when I worked for them that – they make a lot of just the crew gear. And we've talked about crew gear, promo gear. Like, that's my favorite. It's so specific. And, you know, when you have the sites that you search on, 
there's um yeah there's just like it, it surprises me how much stuff pops up like i was wearing that uh the neon tnt hat the other week and adam lefko who's been a guest and he hosts nba on tnt on tuesdays he hit my story and was like that's nuts i'm like you know come on man like you gotta show love to your employer and my former employer you know i still show love no, I love that, man. And, and, you know, speaking of former guests, you know, quick shout outs too to uh, former guest Damian Lee, who hit the game winning mm-hmm. shot in Phoenix's first game of the season. So, uh, you know, you know, this, it's the running. I feel like we got to start uh, some kind of running the break bump, but we need more players to come join us, man. Where, where's Richard Jefferson at? I'm calling him out. Former, I'm calling you out former what? players as well. Yeah, Richard Jefferson. Who else? <laughs> uh, we, we need a Kendrick Perkins. Come on, the whole NBA jump. Uh, not the jump NBA today. Come on our show. You're gonna have good. We luck need a afterwards. We need a former Laker too, man. Just for you. Yeah. Like we definitely um, need to get a former Laker. And then that list is long. I feel like even yo, it's you a know long what? list. Should, you know what? I'm requesting on Aaron right now, producer Pete. Uh, you know I want Robert Ori, man. Like like we should chat with Robert Ori because that's be that's some man. of the greatest moments. But that was the one thing I was gonna ask you. So so I actually saw this cool. Um, these these are some of my favorite uh, threads that I see on social media. There was one this week where, you know, we get a lot of these prompt tweets a lot. And this one was a very simple one. Just what was everyone's first sports jersey? But I mm-hmm. love going through the responses to seeing people in different eras. So before I even ask you, though, you know, you're wearing Lakers gear today. Um, and the day that yes, we're recording, you, you are going to a Lakers game uh, tonight. You know, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> we won't say but, too much. But opening yeah, I was night, gotta ask- support my guys. <laughs> I was going to ask you, though, do you own any Clippers gear? Like, are you like a non-Clippers apparel guy because you're a Lakers guy? I, you know what? And this is a dirty secret to all our fans who can always just hold this over my head when I ever, you know, trash talk on the Internet. I had a lot of Clippers stuff. When I first moved Mm. here, you know, Clippers tickets were more affordable. And that's how I was able to go to what it was called Staples at the time, how it could catch games because Lakers tickets were too expensive. Um, and that was during Blake Griffin, you know, Chris Paul, uh, DeAndre Jordan, like Lob City. And so it was exciting. I mean, and also too, there were some really sick Clippers jerseys, if you remember in the past, they, you know, mm-hmm. they when I first got here, they were doing the, the script um, font. They were doing, um, I think when Nike first got the contract, they were doing this like throwback of San Diego Clippers colors with that script font. And I was like, you know, and I love Blake Griffin. Um, he was one of my fa- he still is one of my favorite players. Obviously, we're not seeing as many dunk highlights, but like I was always like Blake. I was always grabbing like Blake jerseys all the time, even sleeved Blake jerseys. So um, I have just like in storage, but now like when so because I rep so hard for the Lakers, it really it rarely sees the light of day. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm always curious about that. Like, how territorial is that? for you guys, especially in LA, because we've seen the clips of like Paul George uh, being announced yeah. at a Dodgers game and he gets booed. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they were rocking the Padres jerseys the other night. And it's like, and I know Kawhi lives in San Diego, but come on now, that's just like salt in the wound. I, I'm not the biggest Dodgers fan, but this is, it's like Lakers Dodgers out here. And like, you're trying to get the affection of this city and you're like days after rocking the Padres jerseys. That's tough. That's tough. I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, as, as people who are so into merch, right? This is one mm-hmm. of the things that I've started thinking about is obviously you're always going to rep your teams, right? Like I've got a lot of great Raptors gear. I know you've got a lot of great Lakers gear, 
But when you're repping more like, you know, TNT, Turner, or like 96 Olympics, it's a little safer. It's a little safer yeah. because like, you don't have to think twice about it. You know what I mean? Because like, the, the Toronto Blue Jays here recently lost in the playoffs to the Seattle Mariners. And I've got, I've got an awesome Ichiro throwback. I've got a Griffey yeah. throwback. I can't wear that stuff. I got to put that away for like a year. And it's like, I, I love, actually, this is very controversial. People get mad at me here in Toronto. Okay. Because the Yankees are like a rival team, right? To, to the yeah, Blue Jays. Yeah. They play in division. I love Yankees gear. Like, I think Yankees have one of the coolest logos. I don't Super even have iconic. any. Yeah, I don't have any affiliations to the team. I don't root for the team. But it's like very faux pas here. Like, you, like I can't walk around in, 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 in like Yankees gear like all the time. Well, I and that. I think that's, the, yeah, it, it sucks. And I'm like, you know, the, the rule about, I feel like with fashion, especially with like team stuff is man, you can wear it if you have the confidence and you're ready to like debate, you know what I mean? Like, don't, but I don't want don't ex- I don't yeah, want to exactly. debate, <laughs> Expect to not be left alone, but it, it's, yeah, it's like, there's so many cool stuff to that we like pass on because of our, our, our loyalty to the, our team, but yeah, it's tough. Who who would be the Raptors' rival? So I think the only jersey, the only jersey I personally wouldn't wear is is Celtics, like any Celtics gear. I think just Toronto Boston has a really serious rivalry across like baseball, hockey, and then to an extent basketball as well. Mm-hmm. But like Toronto, like you know, we we played the Sixers a couple times. You know, obviously Kawhi with the shot yep. and they beat us yep. last year, so that's a little bit iffy. But then again, like once you get back, once you go into throwback though. Like, I think it's fair game to be wearing, like, an Iverson Sixers jersey. I mean, that has nothing to do with, like, rooting interests or anything. So, But you're right, though. You make a really good point. It's like, if you're going to wear that stuff, you're not going to be left alone. And and I just like to be left alone. I just want to wear my hat. I just want to wear my gear, man. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know, I, 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 know. I meant I meant to drop this in the rundown. I just thought of it now. Did you see What's the up? map of the most uh, the teams merch yes. sold in every state? We should have had this in there. But like, what yes. was what were your first thoughts on it? Well, so the I think we were looking at the same map. So across um, across the different states in the U.S. The Bulls are still immensely popular, right? Yes. Like yes. like across a lot of different states. Not a surprise to me, right? Not a surprise to me. I think I, I, I think I'm trying to think, like Bulls, Lakers, would you throw the Celtics in there and Knicks? Like in terms of just like heritage, Knicks. like iconic like brands, you know what I mean? Like La- Lakers to me is like number one, honestly. Mm-hmm. Bulls mm-hmm. to me obviously gets the uh gets the bump from the nineties. And and I think they got the last dance bump as well, right? Like I do think Huge. I do think we underestimate as we've established that we're like quote unquote like older. Like like we we underestimate how this younger generation is just discovering about about the Bulls. Uh, you know, yeah. about MJ yeah. and the nineties Bulls. So that was my that was my first takeaway. So I actually was not surprised because I think I think the Bulls brand is is like just like up there and it's gonna stay there, I think, forever. Yeah, and and I think, you know, as we talk about vintage and like starting out in it. Because of the 90s, there's just physically so much stuff out there. You know what I mean? And and you talk about heritage, too. It's, you know, Bulls, Lakers, Celtics, Knicks are, are the teams that have rarely changed their designs because it's so clean. It's so simple. The colors are, you know, it, it just they're, they're the perfect color combinations, I feel like, that have been used in so much other uh, so many other things. Um that it's like, yeah, I mean, am am I rocking Bulls gear at, when I'm like a huge Lakers fan now? 
Yeah, I mean, it's just iconic. It's almost, it's like you said, it's like that Yankees cap, like a Bulls, you know, our logo is is the Hornet starter jacket, but a Bulls starter jacket too. And just like Bulls gear, that red and black is, it's like wearing, it's like, you know, it's a color palette from the 90s, I feel like. Yeah, and I wonder too, like I think about it, like obviously the Bulls have become so iconic. Like who's going to be that iconic team from this era? Like I'm thinking like, Obviously, I think the Warriors people would say a lot because of Steph, yeah. because of all the championships that they've won. Like, I wonder in 20 years, are people repping this Steph Curry era team like that? I I, I think so. Um, yeah. I just, and it's bizarre. Like, there's another tweet that I saw. Um, it didn't have anything to do with basketball, but it was, uh, I think it was like kids in high school are wearing uh, our clothes as Halloween costumes and they had like the flip phones out and everything. And dude, like that was jarring to me. It was like, that's not a costume. That's how we lived. That's how we survived back then. And you're, you're just like, yeah, people are going to be like, hey, can I get that vintage Golden State, uh, you know, championship jersey? That's going to be said in like 15 years. Yeah, it's kind of amazing because, like, I remember, um, you know, this one time I was visiting New York and I went to uh, Mr. Throwback, an amazing vintage jersey mm-hmm. store, by the way, and I'm good follow on IG if yeah. anybody's interested. And it was around Halloween. And I could not tell you during my visit there how many kids came in there and just said, hey, man, I just want a vintage NBA jersey because I'm going to a party. And, <laughs> and you know, this this is another, like, you know, I think we're always trying to push people to, to get into uh, collecting merch and then you know having their own storage locker this is another advantage to owning jerseys is uh you can double this doubles as a halloween costume it's actually the easiest halloween costume i don't go to a lot of halloween parties yeah but whenever i get invited to halloween parties they're like what are you gonna dress up as i'm like i'm just gonna slip on a hockey jersey like i, I might just slip on a new jersey devils hockey jersey and say i'm kevin smith from the night <laughs> like like, would you, would you, like, you know, is that a thumbs up or thumbs down from you, man? I feel like it's Huge minimal thumbs effort. Minimal um, effort couple, jerseys. Minimal, couple, minimal effort costumes. Yeah. A couple years ago, and this is a deep cut, I went as the um, as the older Asian lady who hooked up with Adam Sandler and Happy Gilmore. You remember that? Oh, my that God. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a deep cut. <laughs> and it was the most, you know, and I just got, like, a generic hockey jersey, and I, I don't know where we've strayed in this NBA podcast, but um, yeah. I, I just wore that, and I wore a wig and held a cereal box, and it was okay, the most uh, comfortable <laughs> It was the most comfortable jersey um, or costume I've ever worn, so... Yeah, producer Pete, I'm a. This is the clip that I would like for social next week, uh, with with the edits of what we would look like. Me as Kevin Smith, and and CJ. CJ side might actually just have might just have photo evidence of that costume. But yes, we. This is the longest opening segment. But actually, the question I was trying to get to 13 yes. minutes ago was uh, this Twitter thread. Just asked everyone who their first, mm-hmm. what their first ever sports jersey was, and I just wanted to know what was your first ever sports jersey, CJ. I, I mean, it was a it was a Jordan champion um, okay. red red jersey. I remember I have the video of me opening it up for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll track that down and, and post it yeah. to social. But so yeah, you've been rocking you iconic know. jerseys since since way back then. Yeah, yeah it just it, that, you, that must have meant something. That must have meant been so special for you though. Like you must have coveted that jersey yes. for it to be like a gift for you. Yeah. Well, so I grew out of mine. Then my brother gave me his because we both got the same jersey or like, you know, just inside. So, And then I feel like every with every single year that I've like gained weight or whatever, I've always bought a new Jordan jersey that has fit me in that classic red and black. But That's how about amazing. you? Yeah. So so I actually have this photo. I can send it to producer Pete. Too. Yeah. Like, it's a shack. It's a it's the royal blue 
yep. Shaq Orlando Magic jersey. And then there's there's a photo of me just holding basketball, you know, on my driveway in front of the court. And I like, like I feel like I mean, growing up in the '90s, once Shaq came into the league, like everybody wanted mm-hmm. that. Jersey. Like like that was that yeah. was like Shaq was like the coolest dude. I actually just saw this email too. HBO is putting out like a four part doc on Shaq that, that yes. that's coming out in November. So so we definitely we got to check that out uh, and maybe even have someone come on and chat with us about it because like I really think similar to the Last Dance, I think people know Shaq. They know how dominant it is. They've heard about it. They've seen the finals with the Lakers and all that. But I don't think I don't think people younger people nowadays really know like like the cultural impact of Shaq. Can I tell a quick story uh, about how big Shaq was? Um, no, you may not 90s. because this is a <laughs> you may not on your own show, CJ. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I feel like I just keep going off topic. This is opening. This is opening week. No, this is a uh, this is a we're talking, This is a Panther. We're, we're gonna get into for, it because I saw you went to the Raptors game the other night. I'm going opening night tonight. We got to get to it. But quick story, Shaq. 94, my family went to Disney World, Orlando, obviously. We're in the airport. I was a, a little kid who just, you know, I, I wanted a book. Like, I love my, my parents, my immigrant parents. I don't know if this is something um, it has to do with immigrant parents, but they're like, we're not going to buy you this, this crap that you're just going to, like, throw away all the time. So I really wanted the Batman Forever book, the adaptation of Batman Forever book begged my parents said please they, they dragged me out of store and then i finally convinced them like here here's money go with uh go with your brother and uh and, and get this book i come back after getting the book all happy you know dried tears on my face come back and everyone's like oh my god that was awesome and i'm like what are you talking about they're like shack just came by here and took pictures with everybody and just boarded his mm-hmm. plane i'm like what Shaq is more of a superhero to me than Batman at that time, and I've I've been forever scarred by that 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 experience. And so I, I finally met Shaq a few years ago, and I told him the story, and he goes, "That's awesome." Uh, and yeah, Shaq is just he's just larger than life, and I love that he's as relevant now as he was back in the day. Yeah, no, this is um I love this episode because this episode is doubling up as just as an on-air brainstorming session. So I'm just <laughs> writing down that we actually got to do just like a full Shaq episode. Yeah, and yeah. you know, hopefully, you know, we can dream. We gotta put in a request, see if Shaq might be available. You know, to promote his doc at least. TNT but like we, Sports. We, yeah, yeah, but we we'll, we definitely need to do a full Shaq episode because because I think we need to go through the commercials, the sneakers. Um, movies. You know, we gotta make it. Yeah, movies. We gotta make it. Video games. We gotta make an exception for for some of his encore moments too. Because because you know time. him breaking him breaking that backboard like during his rookie season. All right, we gotta save. We gotta save this content. Man. Yeah, we about save to do, this. We about to do the shot content right. We are about to do the shot episode right now, man. All right, <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna take a break here, and then when we come back, let's let's talk about some of the uh, early things that are taking place in this new yes. NBA season. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. I'm running the break, covering opening week. Man, it's just, it's almost been overwhelming, Alex, how much, you know, from the games to, I feel like the rookie class has been really great. But, um, you know, kind of why we have this podcast is we're finally in season and we get to cover some of these these tunnel fits, which is so exciting because I feel like, you know, opening week is when everyone's stepping it up. So why don't we go through some of the best looks that we saw over this past week? Yeah, yeah. I want to hear your thoughts about this, too. Uh, so I think the first one that jumped out to me and, uh, you know, he's been the, the main character of the NBA season so far. Uh, you know, our guy Draymond Green uh, showed up in, a, in an all green suit on ring night uh, against the Lakers. Now, Draymond's, you know, never shied away from the spotlight. So I don't think anyone was surprised with the suit. How, how do you rate this look? I mean, like you said, main character energy. It's, um, you know, he, he could be subtle about it. He could just sneak in and out and get into pregame warmups and all that. But my man wore this really flashy green suit. And what I loved about it was and a, a good friend of our from the show, um, people were memeing it. And that's like that's double you know, double points for, for this show is that, you know, a fit that's, you know, causing headlines, but then also people are memeing it. So it's green. It was kind of like green screen green. And people were, uh, you know, some memes were coming up based on some stories that were coming out. Won't touch too much on it, but like, you know, people were having fun with that suit. Yeah, no, Shout for out to sure. J- Jerome. Yes, shout to Jerome, um, a.k.a. Black Dragon Roll. He works on the, he's working on the No Dunks podcast now. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and he... Yeah, f- f- friend of the program, uh, friend friend in real life here in Toronto. 
But yeah, no, I, I think in general, I'd love to see, and I think we've talked about this too, uh, just just more suiting, just more suiting from from the players, right? You know, I think I think we we always talk about how um, we always talk about the draft the draft day looks, right? And, and how, yeah. how how cool that is. But like, I I love seeing I, I love seeing these players in in, in the made to measure suits and really showing off their physique. I mean, in this particular case, I, I don't think anybody was really looking that closely to break down the look for Draymond. I think it was the <laughs> color right away that kind yeah, of caught yeah. everyone's attention. But but shouts to Draymond. I think that was a very in-character fit. Now, in the same game, LeBron starting his 20th season in the all-white. In the all-white. I saw someone comment. <laughs> they said, LeBron's suit is the color of white that like I can't afford, that I've never seen before. <laughs> It's like a rich person's like white color suit. It's like it a different like, type of white. Yeah, you look at it. It's like the you cut. People were probably color balancing on you know with their cameras with that suit. It was like, it's like the the color of of the light from heaven. It was like you know it was a perfect suit for year twenty. It was uh it was blinding almost, and it was like you know LeBron has arrived. It was, uh, I, I love that look. And then the no shirt underneath, it's like, that's how you like dress up, but then dress it down a little bit that it's really cool and like showing off his chains. I thought that was perfect for, you know, the first game uh, of year 20. Yeah, we need somebody from like Pantone or something to let us know like the exact, <laughs> the exact color code of that all white look. And I think it's cool too for LeBron, like as he ages and stuff. Like, you've seen him just, like, experiment with different types of looks, right? Like, like sometimes mm-hmm. he'll come through with real comfortable, and, you you know, his sneakers is really the highlight of the fit. And, and then, you know, we've seen we've seen him rocking uh, the suits, like, throughout playoff runs. So, you know, you, you, know, you know him and his team was going to come ready for, for, for opening night. Now, the other one on opening night that caught a lot of people's attention was James Harden coming through, I think, was 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 his whole fit so he had like a sweater it was like a pajama furry? type fit i don't yeah it was like a real furry was it like a full mohair look like, I'm like looking actually, at it again right yeah. now yeah yeah like he got a furry sweater on with like these furry like sweatpants just a real cozy comfortable look um james like you know to be fair like i've never put james up there in terms of like fits like I think mm-hmm. he gets the attention because obviously he's James Harden, and as he moves around different teams, the spotlight is on him. But I thought I thought this was one of his better looks. Like I think oh, this yeah. fits this fits his like persona. Like he's just got this chill like whatever persona type. So I thought this was a good fit for him. Yeah, I think pulling off the fact that it is like super attention grabbing yet looks so comfortable. Like you know when, when you know Slam sort of. Um, made famous like Cozy Fam. We've talked about it a little bit on here. Cozy Fam usually is just like some sweatpants and you know a tech fleece suit, but like this is Cozy Fam while also being like something you could you would see at like New York Fashion Week with like the yeah like you said the furry purple sweater and like these giant plaid furry pants and then like house slippers. Like you know this is a dude who he's him and his rapper friends are giving each other like two hundred thousand dollars as gifts. And he's he's rocking house slippers, which I think I have a pair of these. And, you know, it doesn't mean like that. That's the lesson that we all need to learn is is when you're cashing out, it doesn't mean it's going to be a great fit. Like, you know, wear it confidently. And this is de- it looked definitely part of what he was going for. So I, I actually I really liked James Harden's fit for sure. Yeah. But, you know, my favorite fit from from opening week goes to 
Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton of the Indiana Pacers, yeah. who showed up in a was it all over print but it was like a it's like all a macho print, man yeah. an all over print slim jim because you know all all you know 90s wrestling fans will remember this was one of the greatest uh you know promo partnerships uh mm-hmm. between macho man randy savage and, and slim jim and, and he showed up halliburton showed up in the macho man slim jim all over print vintage tea I saw this and I was like, I gotta throw this into the rundown because because I know CJ gonna appreciate this fit as well. Yeah, I uh, I actually looked up to see where to get that one. Didn't really find anything. I was like, is this a reprint? But dude, that that's just like the all over print. That's when they jack it up like two hundred, three hundred dollars more when it's all over because you can't like really recreate that shirt. But Macho Man and re- wrestling tees in general. We got to do, uh, write this down if this is a brainstorm episode. Just players who rock wrestling stuff. Like, I think that in terms of vintage, NBA and wrestling are, are alone at the top. Maybe NASCAR a little bit, but alone at the top in, in terms of like how deep it runs. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, actually know, I actually know a vintage seller here um, locally. Um, not Josh from Vintage We Trust, who already had on. Someone else who like has actually sold a lot of wrestling tees to some uh, mm-hmm. some NBA players. So nice. uh, the online brainstorming continues. I'm gonna <laughs> write that down, and I'm uh, gonna gonna get him on as a as a guest as well. But I think I, I think we're in a good era in terms of just like NBA fashion right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think there was a time when maybe like sneakers was everything that everyone was paying attention to, and obviously PJ Tucker, um, you know, really paved the way for that. But but now I feel like when you look at when you look at players and and the tunnel fits like you're looking at just the overall fits now like like people are just pulling off different things which I think is super cool. Yeah, and you kind of see in like a separation of the the generations in the league like the, who we just like sort of lifted off or listed off were some of the vets and then you know you talk about Tyrus Halliburton who's not a rookie but like he's doing the league and he's like no i'm still keeping it pretty like kind of young and like this is fun and this is what i like wearing um and so it's interesting to see because too and like in the game plan we don't talk about much about game plan on here like you're, you're starting to see this this new generation like kind of separate itself of like we're we're next up and yeah it's like the the fashion and and like play it's all tying together um and so it'll be interesting how this progresses like I really hope the suits are sort of back for at least those vet those vet guys or when there's like big games happening. Like I love seeing the suits, and I also still love seeing that vintage the vintage tees. Yeah, and, and I hate to um I hate to say this because we established in the first segment that the Boston Celtics are are a rival of my favorite team, but their opening night jerseys, their their alternate mm, uniforms Russell, this yeah. year, they were amazing. Yes. Like that that was a classic. That was a classic, clean kind of update on, on you know, obviously like the iconic Celtics colorway and logo and all of that. Yeah. Too. So I got to shout that out too, man. No, and shout out to the league putting sixes everywhere to, to honor Bill Russell. Like, yeah, I, I've been doing some research on it and, and just like trying to learn as much as I, I feel like I didn't know enough about Bill Russell, but it, it's like. We talk about, oh, should every team retire 23 and, and whatnot? Like, Jordan was incredible, but, like, Bill Russell had such an effect on the game. I mean, when you talk about the ring conversation, beats everyone in that. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Bill Russell. Just I, I, I love seeing the love poured out for him um, as the season progresses. 
Yeah, a um, couple of other random items from, from week one wanted to get your thoughts on. Um, I know we've talked about just like signature sneakers and like, mm -hmm. you know, signature guys. Now, our guy Paolo Bencaro um, uh, from Orlando, number one pick. Now, he on opening night, he was a first third player in the last 30 years to have 25 points, five rebounds, five assists in, in his NBA debut. The other two were LeBron James and Grant Hill. Both signature sneaker athletes in their days. I mean, LeBron mm -hmm. still presently. Grant Hill, I'm writing this down as well. We need to do a Grant Hill Fila <laughs> episode at some point. Yeah. Um, Tupac. But, yeah, but, but, but Paolo signed recently as a signature athlete for Jordan Brand. Um, now, you know, I know you're familiar with Jordan Brand, and I think like over the years, over the past couple decades, there's been a push to, to try to like have certain people be the face of that right mm -hmm, and, and mm -hmm. i think and i think and i think they've understood that you can't have just one person carry that mantle yep. um like like they've always it's always been kind of a group effort right they brought in different type of players uh wh wh what are your thoughts on this this new signing for jordan brand yeah i mean with jordan brand and even all the other brands it, it, it's a gamble no matter what taking on some young players like Truly, if you look into it, you're going to see where sometimes brands don't get it right. And what I think is with Jordan brand, they sort of really are, are, are um, getting some great guys. And Tatum and in, in Zion, like, I know, I think Tatum has a shoe coming out eventually, but Zion is on his second shoe and they're both having uh, incredible years. And so, you know, this past week, uh, Paulo, his Jordan brand, like they announced he's going to Jordan brand. His commercial job, it was a really sick commercial with um, with H, Howard White, uh, who is VP of Jordan Brand. Uh, for any of you guys didn't know, like, read about him. He's a legend. But, you know, to do that commercial before he even sets foot in a regular season game is, is a gamble. And, man, like you said, he had that incredible first game. He's already being talked about, like, you know, players, uh, no one has done this since LeBron and blah, blah, blah. And it's like... Jordan Brand might have another, you know, big athlete on their hands. And we might at some point, like uh, we had at one point for Jordan Brand, we had Mello and CP having their own shoes. Like uh, we might at some point have Zion and Tatum and Paulo, like, and who, who knows who's going to get Victor Wombanyana. Like it's, um, it's exciting for them. I think, you know, that jump man is, is transcending of like who it is. So uh, I, I'm excited for, for what they're going to come out with for him. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's a really good point you make too about the fact that it's such a gamble for for these sneaker brands, right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's honestly like signing signing these rookies to to sneaker brand deals it is really as much a risk as like these NBA teams drafting them. Like yeah. like like in the draft cuz like you 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 are investing, you're actually as a sneaker brand investing more money um mm -hmm. arguably, right? In into into these athletes like giving them these large contracts and obviously you're putting money into like you know the marketing and like coming up with the sneakers and things like that kind of just like this new generation like you mentioned with the zions you know with luca you know with paolo now like there it does feel like there's like this young generation kind of bubbling that that it could like these are the guys that could maybe like now um you know be be up next because it's it's wild to me to think about like the sneaker lines of like KD of like Kyrie, like, you know, mm -hmm. even Giannis, like Giannis posted the other day that this is his 10th season. And I was like, wow, oh my God. Like I actually had to go on basketball reference. I was like, oh my, it really <laughs> has been 
It really has been 10 seasons. Like, I don't know, yeah. man. It's messing me up, CJ. Let's take another break. And then the final segment, uh, I want to talk to you about this viral clip that, that really upset me of, uh, of Patrick <laughs> Ewing and his Georgetown players. And then we'll talk a little bit more about it. So, so we'll talk about that uh, when we come back on, on Running the Break. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back on running the break, we got some more viral clips that we're, we're going through here. One that, again, we talk about 90s NBA a lot on this podcast. That's our era. That's where we started. And, you know, these kids continue to disre- disrespect some of the greats. So tell us, fill us in on this story in this tweet that, that surfaced recently. Oh, man. So, you know, this was from the official Georgetown uh, account where Patrick Ewing uh, I feel like I got to clarify who Patrick Ewing is um, at this point. <laughs> Patrick Ewing, uh, you know, former New York Knicks uh, legend, uh, is mm-hmm. is the head coach now of the college basketball team there. And, you know, kind of sort of like, you know, an NBA media day. Uh, you know, they they had some fun with, with the players to start the season. And they showed them clips of Patrick Ewing's former teammates. 
uh, from the 90s uh, of the Knicks. And I'm talking about Charles Oakley. I'm talking about John Starks. Like, I'm not talking about, like, in a bench guys. They weren't trying to trick the players or anything. And a lot of the players didn't even know who Charles Oakley was. They showed him a photo. And, like, CJ, oh, I know man. we say this all the time on this show, but, like, that also made me feel very old. Made me feel old. It made me feel like you guys don't know basketball. Because it's like, and I've never been even close to this, but, like, these these kids who've probably been recruited all through their high school career and, like, they're probably having several meetings with Patrick Ewing and they're not going on YouTube and going like, hmm, let me see what Patrick Ewing, my potential coach, might have looked like playing in the NBA. And then just seeing how iconic that that Knicks team was, you know, like Mark, like people didn't know who Mark Jackson was. That was oh insane. Mark Jackson has been yeah. calling game like he's not just an announcer. Doc Rivers. I think Doc Rivers <laughs> was actually the one that they recognized the most. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, because I guess he's, I guess, you know, obviously he's, he's coach of the Sixers. And then, you know, he's been front and center on a lot of these, on a lot of these games that these kids watch. But, you know, we're, we're really heading to a time now where, where these 90s teams mm-hmm. are like unrecognizable to people. Uh, I mean, that's why I feel like with the last, the success of the last dance, it's like, make, Make some documentaries, write some books about these teams because they're and this is actually I went through this because I was such a, a 90s Bulls kid, as we've talked about, that I didn't really like I knew who everyone else was, but I didn't know how rich in story so many other players and like teams and like even just, yeah, I robbed myself of so much because I was just so obsessed with the 90s Bulls. Like, who are some teams that you'd love to see deep dives on, whether it's a book or a documentary? Yeah, so I was thinking about this and, you know, obviously, you know, you know, talking about the 90s Knicks, um, you know, Chris Herring, um, you know, recently, mm-hmm. uh, you know, put out a book, Blood in the Garden, uh, which, which was amazing. Everybody should check out that Spike Lee's actually picked up and is going to make, I believe, like a film adaptation of. So that'll cover the 90s era yeah. uh, and people will get to know the Knicks. I think that would be cool. Um, you know, my, my other one for me is the 90s Sonics. You know, I I think I think people, especially because I know I know there isn't an NBA team in Seattle now, and you know I think I think even guys like the Sean Kemp, the Gary Payton's, even the Detlef Shrimp, like Hersey Hawkins, mm-hmm. like that that team had such a legacy to me in the '90s, and, yeah. and I think and I think especially when you're a team like the Knicks and like the Sonics who like made it to the finals but didn't win it's very easy to be forgotten, right? So so yeah. those are like the docs that I always want to see made because like, you think about it, we, we talk about Last Dance all the time, 80s Pistons, uh, Bad Boy Pistons had their 30 for 30, mm-hmm. right? You know, Showtime Lakers, you know, recently had, you know, their show. And, and then I believe there was a Hulu show. There was like a show on every single like streaming platform now, like Jeannie Buss put out her like her own doc as well. Mm-hmm. So like those teams have been covered. Like I want to see the teams that didn't win the championship. What about you, man? Well, I mean, how about teams that did win the championship? We, talk, we say 90s Bulls, and I, I'm a big, you know, the Rockets won too. And it's yes. like, yes, a great team, call. Clyde Drexler, great Robert Orr. Like, it, it's it's yeah. really wild. Like, uh, they, yeah, if when the Bulls weren't existing in their sort of like big three, uh, or Pippen, Jordan, and then later Rodman, like, the Rockets were on their way to becoming a dynasty themselves. Like, they stopped a Shaq and Penny team from winning the championship that was yeah. heavily favored that year. Yeah, I mean, Shaq and Penny, you mentioned, like, they, you mm-hmm. know, we, we talk about one. how Shaq's got their dog. But, like, Shaq and Penny, I think they, they got a 30 for 30 as well. So but it like, needs to be, it needs to be longer. Yeah, 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 it needs to be, like, a 10-part type. Because I think, like, yeah. 
I mean, man, I'm writing this down too. Like, we got to do a penny episode too, to be honest, because yep, like yep. the the penny impact. You talk about little penny, the sneakers, and all of that stuff. Like, that's that's forgotten too. We're folding that into the Grand Hill episode <laughs> as well, just like these forgotten like '90s like signature guys. Um, but but I'm I'm even thinking more current too. Like Jack McCollum wrote a great book about the Seven Seconds or Less Sons, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a, a while ago, which I think would would could be a very good document because like. Think about the think about the guys that that came through there, right? Like Steve Nash, his career was yep. so fascinating. The two-time MVP. I'm talking about like Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion, like Joe Johnson was there for yep. a little bit. Q Rich, like Mike D'Antoni. You got to do a whole episode on him. Like so, I think yeah. I think there's full potential there. And and like I mean, even like even C Webb and Jason Williams, those Sacramento Kings teams. Yeah. Like like there's so many of those teams, man. So. I don't know. I don't know what your schedule is like, but you know, maybe we, maybe we can. Someone could put us in touch. Like we'd be happy to produce. Yeah. But like we talk about present day, like you know, I think I read a few, uh, like a few years ago that the OKC Thunder, like the KD, um, you know, Harden Westbrook era, like something was in development in terms of um, a documentary. Yeah, and I think. I think too, you, you want some time to pass, right? Like, like, like. Yeah. I know we keep going back to Last Dance, but like the power in that was they revisited like 20, 30, 30 years after, right? Like about mm-hmm. uh, almost like mm-hmm. three decades after. Like you think about this Warriors team. I think when they sit down and actually do the whole Warriors doc um, after everyone's retired, it's going to be amazing. Like the rise yeah. of them, uh, you know, Kevin Durant's arrival. And then them climbing back to the mountaintop, like we're experiencing all this in real time. But like that's a, that's an amazing like just movie or like a ten part you know doc right there. Yeah, when they were getting their rings the other night and they were having like a player represent each year, it went from <laughs> yeah, like, Maurice Spates. <laughs> Maurice Spates. I was like, oh my gosh, because it's like yeah, half the team is still on the team, but most Spates was the guy, you know. And I'm like, Amazing. man, I, I forgot. Like, and, and so when you say that, Doc, yeah, we're going to get so the supporting cast that they've gone through to still remain one of the best teams ever is super fascinating. Uh, and, and yeah, it's like they found, you know, these young guys too. They just re-upped, um, you know, Wiggins and Jordan Poole. It's like, man, they, they didn't even have them when they won their first few. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the story is still ongoing. It, it, it's actually it's actually remarkable. Um, all right, that that does it for us for this week. You know, appreciate everyone as always for listening uh, to Running the Break. Make sure you find Running the Break wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, want to shout out our producers Pete, Grace, and Kurt. And we will talk to you next week. Peace. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.